Hey there, Sports History fan. Arnie Chapman here from the Sports History Network. Now, before you jump into this episode, I wanted to share with you an exciting giveaway we have going on with Homefield Apparel. We have a digital $50 gift card to homefieldapparel.com for one lucky fan of the Sports History Network. All you got to do is head over to sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash giveaways to sign up. Again, that's sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash giveaways. It's been a while, but it's time to go back to some football history rewind, and we're going to go to the 1926 season in the college game. Some exciting teams indeed, a little bit of controversy, and a big game at the end in the Rose Bowl. It's all coming up in just a moment. This is the Pigskin Daily History Dispatch, a podcast that covers the anniversaries of American football events throughout history on a day-to-day basis. Your host, Darren Hayes, is podcasting from America's North Shore to bring you the memories of the gridiron one day at a time. So as we come out of the tunnel of the Sports History Network, let's take the field and go no huddle through the portal of positive gridiron history with pigskindispatch.com. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. Hello, my football friends. This is Darren Hayes of PigskinDispatch.com. Welcome once again to the Pigpen, your portal to positive football history. And we are in our football history rewind chart number 58. And we are in the 1926 college football season is our discussion. And the 1926 season would change the way football was brought to people around the country. Up till then, people from all around simply read about it in a daily fish wrap the next day. There have been some infrequent experiments on the local level of radio stations broadcasting a game. The first, that was done in 1912, but was not heard by many as radio was not a mainstream way of media yet. Uh, remember, the first commercial radio station, KDKA in Pittsburgh, did not hit the airwaves until November 2nd of 1920. KDKA did their first football broadcast in 1922 as Pittsburgh played West Virginia in a game billed as the Backyard Brawl mainly broadcast just in the Pittsburgh local area. The local radio broadcasts of games were infrequent across the country, but the Rose Bowl game played at the end of the 1926 season expanded the ways people could get their football fix. NBC went out on a limb and broadcast a game using the voice of Graham McNamee uh, to call the game that pitted Alabama against Stanford. The national broadcasting company picked the right game to start with as it provided more drama to listeners than any show they could have found on the airwaves. The final score was 77 as Alabama tainted Stanford's perfect season with that tie. This result crowned co-champions for the nation's top spot in college football in the Crimson Tide and the Cardinal. But certainly there were some big games during the 1926 season and a lot of them had great implications. You know, the, uh, the Rose Bowl was one of the top games, uh, the Stanford versus Alabama game. You know, some of the contenders for that season were a 9-1 Notre Dame team. And, you know, many say that they probably would have been number two with their, had there been an AP poll after the bowl season. And, you know, the uh, Notre Dame, along with Lafayette, Lafayette ended up having a 9-0 record, a very good team as well. And, you know, they beat some pretty good teams along the way. Michigan sat at 7-1 and one and probably would have been seven, uh, ranked number three in an AP poll, according to tiptop25.com. Uh, but uh, Army 
you know, they ended up with a 7-1-1 record. Stanford with that 10-0-1 and Lafayette at 9-0. Those are probably the three strongest teams uh, to say. But when Alabama, which finished 9-0-1 and Stanford 10-0-1, you know, that Rose Bowl meant quite a bit and uh, was quite a, a great game indeed. We're going to be talking quite a bit about that in our month-long Rose Bowl celebration in uh, month of December. So make sure you check that out when we get to that 1926 game. We'll have some experts on discussing that game for sure. And it is going to be uh, a pretty good one as well. Uh, but, you know, they... Some, let's take a look at how some of these uh, conferences stacked up. Now, they are ranked uh, by a couple different websites uh, as far as conference. And the, the Western Conference, which ended up being the Big Ten eventually, that would end up being the number one conference. Uh, they had uh, pretty much um, uh, 80, uh, 50 wins and 28 losses as a conference, two ties. Pacific Coast Conference was number two with 77 wins, 50 losses, and 25 ties. Then uh, uh, the Independence, the Southwest Conference, and the Southern Conference. Then Missouri Valley Intercollegiate and Rocky Mountain Conferences finished up the seven conferences is how they finished up there. Now you had some consensus All-Americans. Uh, you had Northwestern's Ralph Baker, uh, Michigan's Benny Friedman, a great player. Minnesota's Herb Josting. USC had Mort Kerr uh, on the all-time uh, All-American list. Uh, Vin Hansen of Syracuse is an end. Benny Osterbon, an end from Michigan. Uh, Notre Dame's Bud Boringer. Uh, Harry Connaughton uh, of Georgetown. Bernie Shivey of Illinois. Bud Sprague of Army. And Frank Wickhorst of Navy for your consensus All-Americans for 1926 season. And college football was on a tear. It was the Roaring Twenties, and football of college was king. Even though there wasn't NFL existing, college was dominant in the news and what people thought about when they thought about the game of football. It was the highest level of football by fans for sure, and uh, the most exciting game out there. So we'll come back uh, next time in part number 59 of our Football History Rewind, and we'll talk a little bit more about the pro game of 1926 and some of the things that went on there. So till next time, everybody, have a great Gridiron Day. We're taking a peek over at the chains and the down marker. It's fourth and long. We're going to have to punt the ball and get on out of here, but we'll have another series tomorrow for your football history headlines, so be sure to tune in. We invite you to check out our website, pigskindispatch.com, not only to see the daily football history, but to experience positive football with our many articles on the good people of the game, as well as our own football comic strip, Cleet Marks Comics. Pigskindispatch.com is also on social media outlets, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and don't forget the Pigskin Dispatch YouTube channel to get all of your positive football news and history. Special thanks to the talents of Mike and Gene Monroe, as well as Jason Neff for letting us use their music during our podcast. Pigskindispatch.com is a proud affiliate of the Sports History Network, the headquarters of sports yesteryear. Hey there, Sports History fan. This is Arnie Chapman, a.k.a. the Football History Dude, and I wanted to thank you for stopping by to listen to another episode here on the Sports History Network. Our podcasters are passionate about uncovering and sharing sports stories from yesteryear. And if you didn't know it already, we have over 30 shows across the network covering all sorts of sports history topics. In fact, 
here's a glimpse into one of our awesome podcasts here on the network. Do you wish you knew more about the 100 seasons of the NFL? You're in luck because you found the Football History Dude podcast, where each episode is a journey back in time to learn about the rich history of the NFL. From the founding of the league in an auto showroom, all the way to what it is today, America's favorite sport and a behemoth of an industry. My name is Ernie Chapman. Football is my passion, and I want you to come along with me each week to explore the yesteryear of the gridiron. So hop on board, my DeLorean, and let's get this baby up to 88 miles per hour. How about that? I bet you're super hyped to go listen to that new podcast, right? Well, to learn about this show and all the other podcasts on the network, head over to sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash podcast. Again, that's sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash podcast. Head over there today to find your next favorite sports history podcast.